You are listening to Curious Cat, the podcast that examines the shadowy space where science and the supernatural collide, and I'm your host, Jennifer Holtz. Join me every week as I examine what it means to be a soul in a meat suit. Welcome to Curious Cat. Hello, welcome. If you're listening to Curious Cat episodes in order, you might be scratching your head right now because I'd promised you a three-part series about the obstacles that held me back from my spiritual journey. I think I was beginning with the my inability to accept unconditional love. We'll look for that soon, but I had to shake it up because I was guided to share some fundamental information first, which is why this week, The conversation is centered around Chakra 101 and the ways to use stones to enhance your inner work. So chances are you've heard of chakras before, especially if you studied yoga. Put simply, they are seven energy points that run up your body. If you picture your body as a battery, say like a C battery sitting upright, at the top of your head is the terminal, that little knob that connects you to the earthly. And at the bottom... Of your feet, there's another terminal that connects to the earthly, but you are the battery, the source of power that creates that divine connection. So let's go over the chakras and their basic properties. There are seven chakras, and I'll call them out from the ground up. So the root chakra is located at the base of your spine, it's associated with the color red and the element earth. When your root chakra is clear and energized, you feel safe, supported, steady on your feet, consistent, and to keep the chakra healthy physically, it's pretty simple. You just move your body, dance, run, or jump. Also, I think I mentioned in an earlier episode, one thing that'll instantly clear your root chakra is standing in bare feet on the earth outside, you know, whether it's dirt, sidewalk, uh, whatever you've got, gravel going on outside, that'll instantly clear you physically. Emotionally, you have to make sure your security needs are met. That involves reclaiming your power and creating a personal space that feels both safe and positive. The affirmation for this uh, chakra is I exist. And it's a message inside that of live your life proudly. Going up your body, the next is the sacral chakra. It's located in your lower abdomen, right below your belly button. It's associated with the color orange and it corresponds to the element of water. To keep it physically healthy, you invest in and create loving partnerships, yoga, belly dancing apparently, that's what my research showed me. And emotionally, it's best for this chakra to identify your deepest desires or dreams and start making progress, even its slow, steady, inch-by-inch progress toward making them a reality. The affirmation for this is, I desire, the message being, live your passion. The solar plexus chakra is located in the center of your belly, and it correlates to the color uh, yellow. And its element is fire. 
which is where the phrase, the fire in your belly, comes from. I had a block here after my father died, and I had no fire in my belly, not for months. So I had to work through that block. More research on my experience with the solar plexus and its block um, showed me that an overbearing solar plexus, and that's one that is not in balance with the other chakras in your system, or one where your energy is singularly focused, it can result in obsessive compulsive control, which explains a lot because when I was under stress, it came out in sort of obsessive compulsive ways where I felt like I needed to clean the house or you know do certain behaviors. Um, so I definitely felt that. A healthy flow allows you to control your destiny, to feel comfortable in your power, and accomplish your dreams. Even not accomplish, I would say just owning your dreams. Physically, to take care of it, I would recommend we hear it in, even our language has hints of this. Do a gut check. But um, they recommend a diet full of fiber and very little processed sugar. Emotionally, take time to care for yourself. That's where the gut check um, saying comes in. Soak in a bath or shower. Just spend time doing something you love, like reading or painting or take apart something mechanical like that broken toaster and rebuild it. Whatever feeds your soul. The affirmation for this one is I control. Go forward and control your destiny. Reclaim the happiness that you deserve. We're still creeping up the body here and we're at the heart chakra, which is located just in our heart center. And it's associated with the color green. And it also corresponds with the element air. To keep it whirling and bright physically, spend time in nature, garden, pet an animal, hug someone you love. Emotionally, if you want to keep this purring, invest in healthy relationships and stay grounded in the here and now, especially today. I made a, it was kind of a post New Year's Eve resolution. I think it was like mid-January resolution to stay away from the news. And it has done wonders for my heart chakra because I cut that tether and um, I feel like I am much more in control of taking care of my heart chakra after that. The affirmation for heart chakra is, I love you. Let your heart energy flow freely in and out. Be open to receiving the love that is available to you now and the free-flowing love that is your birthright. The throat chakra is next, and it's located at the base of your neck. The associating color is blue. Um, It can be dark, uh, or often you see light blue with it. Its corresponding element is ether, and it's the energy center that controls your communication. It's an easy way to keep physically tuned if you sing, hum, chant, even doing breathing exercises. Emotionally, it's important to speak your truth. Its affirmation is, I express. And the message embedded in that is, do not suppress your own beautiful voice. Speak your truth. Sing your joy. Emanate your love through the vibration of your words. The third eye chakra, its corresponding color is indigo, and it is located between your eyebrows. 
It's the energy that controls insight, intuition, awareness, and guidance. To keep it physically balanced by meditating, you can do it um, visualizing exercises will do the same thing. I think maintaining a dream journal is a beautiful way to invest in your third eye chakra. Its emotional health comes from trusting your intuition, finding meaning in your dreams, believing your hunches, having faith in yourself. And the affirmation for this chakra is, I am the witness. I think the message embedded in that is do not dismiss or negate your power and your knowledge, even if it comes from a place that seems invisible to others. The saying leap of faith comes to mind. You're taking a leap of faith, but the faith you're having is in your own hunches, your own self. The crown chakra is at the top and it saddles your physical body, the top of your head with the celestial, the rest of the universe. Its color associated with it is light, violet, or white. And it's, uh, I don't even think I wrote down what its element is. I feel like it'd be ether, but I don't really know. Um, This is the bridge between the body and the spirit. And it's the place where the soul leaves the body after death. It is also, I think it's your personal lie detector. So to physically maintain it, eat good, real foods, try to get some blocks of deep sleep. I know it's hard if you're a new parent or you have a roommate. Pray, meditate, and emotionally lean into the spaces in between. You know that time not when you're not quite awake and not quite asleep? Just listen in those moments. Acknowledge a connection to something more like that universal love or energy. And then spend the rest of your day looking for the divine in the everyday. And what I love about doing that is that the universe will delight you by showing up more and more often. It's it's jaw-dropping. Yesterday, I experienced that firsthand. I woke up and I said, I think a friend mentioned they wanted this and they needed this, so I need to make this my purpose today. And as I went about my business doing that, um, it was creating a set of chakra stones. Um, Then I was like, well, the box that they had at this rock store wasn't quite right, but there is this little store I love that's about five minutes away. And I go there and I looked around the store and I'm like, my intuition says it's here. I'm just not seeing it. It's by the books. And sure enough, I saw this box on top of the books and I showed it to the shop owner who knew what I was looking for. And she said, where the hell did that come from? I, it literally was not there this morning. It didn't have a price on it. So we just had to make one up. And then after I left the shop, if that wasn't enough, Dear friends of mine were standing on the sidewalk outside. So the whole day was a blessing. And it even went into today where I had to um, ship off this little kit that I'd made for this friend. And I was listening to a song. It was like, I can't, it was like a cheesy 80s song. It was by Foreigner. It was like waiting for a girl like you or something. I was listening to it in my car, and then when I went in the shop, and, and it was like listening to it on Spotify, not a radio station, I go into the store to ship the package, and the same song is playing. So anyway, the universe had a ton of fun with me today, and I was like, I see you, universe. 
So anyway, do that for yourself with your crown chakra and with the universe and have fun with that. Um, it's interesting because um, the Bible, I think, um, is speaking about the crown chakra when it calls, it's not just Jesus, it's calling our connection to the spiritual, the great I am. So what impacts the health, balance, and energy flow of chakras negatively? I think it's important to talk about that. There are energetic blocks, and I alluded to that earlier. I experienced this during the height of my grief process. Oh boy, I experienced this for a few months after my dad died. Also, imbalances and energy sabotaging habits, like not not getting enough sleep or too much work you know, inside at a desk without windows or a space that's away from fresh air. Also eating food that's fatty, artificial, generally unhealthy, or how about not taking time for self-care? The worst culprit for me is stuffing down my true emotions and not living my truth. So don't be like me. (laughs) I'm learning to just live in the moment without a filter. So all of these things about that I mentioned, they prevent us from accessing our full vitality, which leads to feelings of exhaustion, being scatterbrained, emotionally emotionally dulled, and even sick, like physically ill. It can lead to depression. So it's really important that we strengthen and enhance the flow of the chakra systems. I kind of equate it to if you've ever gotten tires, your tires changed on your car, the next thing that they do is they take your car for a few more minutes and align them. And I used to think it was BS until the one time I didn't do it. And then my car kind of like tilted to the left and right on the road. Well, that's what strengthening and maintaining and enhancing the flow of your chakras does is they, it keeps you kind of going straight and, and not lilting to the left or right. So ways to do that are meditate. Yay, the good part of the internet is there are tons of free chakra aligning meditations online. So you can look for them on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you stream music. Just search and you'll find a lot and try them until you fall on one that becomes your favorite or have a couple of them. They usually um, run about the same. They range about five minutes to 25 minutes And most will guide you through the chakras from the root to the crown. And they'll have you visualize each energy wheel, you know, each chakra as an energy wheel spinning. Then it clears as you go and then it brightens. So in my practice, I feel instantly better, like soothed after doing them. And when I first begin the meditation, when I picture my chakras, they're all kind of a smoky gray and they're dull. And by the end, they just glisten and this like light emanates out from them. I'm like, like walking rainbow. Another way to do it is yoga, simple stretches with intentional breathing. If you don't like, I am, I love yoga, but I never been to a formal class. So again, you can find that on the interwebs if you want to do an actual class, but you can just stretch on the floor and take some nice deep breaths. Um, Clearing out the clutter in our lives, both physical and emotional clutter. And um, with that, I'd say limiting um, exposure to toxic relationships. Um, Obviously, you're going to have to be in business meetings or um, even um, 
have a conversation and, and be in difficult places with people in your personal life, but, you know, do yourself a favor and set a timer so that it, it limits that exposure to something that's toxic, tough for you. Another practice that really helps to maintain your chakras is Reiki. And I went on the site for the International Center for Reiki Training, and I have their um, all their information, the link in the show notes, but they had a quote that was um, described it best. Reiki is a method of stress reduction and relaxation that also promotes healing. The technique was developed in Japan and is administered by the laying on of hands. It is based on the idea that all living things have a special energy flowing through them called life energy. When your life energy is high, you'll feel strong and confident, be more relaxed and centered and less likely to get sick. When it is low, you'll often feel tired, be more easily affected by stress and less resistant to illness. Reiki is a Japanese word that comes from two words, rei and ki, K-I. In the Japanese language, these words can mean different things depending on how they're used and how they are combined with other words. When they are used together for the practice of healing, the word rei means universal spirit or higher power or God. The word ki refers to the life energy that flows through all living things. Therefore, reiki means life energy that is guided by God. Some also feel this is just another way of saying Holy Spirit. If you want to learn more, again, I provided that link in the show notes. I also wanted to talk today about using stones to balance your chakras. If you want to go a bit deeper um, or just kind of enhance your practice or make, make it part of your daily life. So choose a stone that corresponds with the chakra you seek to heal. And for this, I recommend you do a little field trip to your local rock shop. And from root to crown, focus on one chakra at a time. Then notice the stone that you're drawn to and place it in your tray. Refocus on the next chakra and repeat until you have your seven stones. Color is a fantastic affirmation of your intuition, but don't be shocked if you're drawn to, say, black tourmaline for your root chakra. Because once you're home and you are doing the research on your phone or computer, you're going to find out your intuition was spot on. And as far as cost goes, simple tumbled stones can be purchased for as little as a dollar a piece. Or sometimes you can get raw uh, pieces of it that haven't been tumbled at all, and they're even cheaper. So the first thing you want to do once you have your stones is cleanse and recharge them. They come to you filled with energy from the store, the other customers, the um, shipping process, and it's very simple to do. Run your stones underwater and they'll be ready for use. If there's a full moon that night, even better. Lay your stones on your windowsill to catch the light of the moon. Full sunshine does the same thing. Just let your intuition guide you. You got this. Um, Placement. So now that your stones are cleansed and recharged, hold the corresponding stone as you meditate. So if they're, And if they're small enough, you can stow them in your pocket and use them as you need for during school or work. If you're anxious about a test or an interview or something, you can have those stones nearby. And it's amazing how it's like therapy through the touch of your hand. So I promised you a list of 
chakras and their corresponding stones. This is not the gospel. It's um, just a general guide and you don't have to memorize it because I put a link to this in the show notes. So from the, I'm going to do from the root to the crown, just to be consistent, the root chakra, it's hematite, blood jasper, black tourmaline, shungite, or any red or black stone. Sacral chakra is carnelian, orange jasper, orange barrel, or any orange stone. For the solar plexus chakra, tiger's eye, citrine, yellow tourmaline, or any yellow or brown stone. I really love tiger eye, tiger's eye. Heart chakra, rose quartz, pink tourmaline, varicocyte, or any pink or green stone works great. For the throat chakra, kyanite, turquoise, aquamarine, or any light blue stone. Actually, I have a very dark blue stone for this for me. The third eye chakra, lapis lazuli, sapphire, moonstone, or any indigo stone. And for the crown chakra, amethyst, clear quartz, uh, opal works fantastic, uh, or any other clear stone. As for the timing of your meditation with your stones, I would just start with like five minutes or so, but again, follow your intuition. If you need more time, take it. If you feel you're done, stop. I mean, you're going to get a sense of, it's like this smothering sensation that when you're done and you need to get the stones off of you because your body's had enough. It's kind of beautiful. And I wanted to add a note about where to shop for your stones because small businesses are struggling to recover from the pandemic. I'd like to encourage you to check out your local store first. And if you'd rather shop online, that's totally understandable. But two reputable sources um, sources from my home state of Washington are Earthlight Gems and Minerals, which has two locations in Kirkland. And I um, forget where their other one is. I think it's Snoqualmie. And then there's Mystic Wares, which is in Mount Vernon, Washington. And both are fantastic places, very reputable, great stuff. They may even have chakra sets for sale on their websites. So thanks for joining me for Chakra 101. Thanks for being flexible, letting me change up what the show was supposed to be. I want to know what this is meant for you, what stones work best for you, um, or ways that you find are easier for you to clear and um, energize your chakra. Just hit me in the comments, would you? Next week, join me for episode four. And we'll be talking about cutting out the spiritual middleman. It's the first of that three-part series I alluded to, to expose the obstacles that most often keep you, they certainly kept me from spiritual growth. And where I tripped up, you're going to get to benefit from my mistakes. Thank you for listening to Curious Cat. Huge gratitude for my art director and audio engineer. If you're in need of these services, please find their links in the show notes. Also, please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Join the conversation with us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Until next time, be well, and I love you.